Hello and welcome to a podcast, a downloaded podcast. That's what you've managed to achieve. You got this on your phone, on your computer, uh, whichever other way you could do it. Mm, uh, do they still make iPods? Are they being shut down or something? Probably should have Googled that before I started waffling. But that is that would have set you up wrong. If I'd have actually done research before opening my big face, then you would have not expected what you're about to hear. Poorly researched waffle from my face that I did on the radio earlier today. And it sounds like this. Time 107.5. Billy Ocean, Love Really Hurts Without You. A song about stretching before you... No, because you reach a certain age and you've got to stretch before you get involved, don't you? Otherwise, love would uh, really hurt. Oh, my back. And no, I'm, that's clearly, clearly I'm making that up. It's not as if every song is somehow written about the carnal act of, uh, you know, with someone. Although, having said that, we are going to play Push It in a while by Salt and Pepper. I'm fairly sure that one is. Uh, if you want to get in touch, emails to onair at time1075.net. Jolly good afternoon, Steve, says Kenny K. The Woolwich Ferry. Oh, yes, if you missed the travel news, firstly, where were you? It's the highlight of the show. But the Woolwich Ferry, not operating at the moment. Let's have a look. Let's go open it up again. Due to technical problems. Technical. Kenny says, did it sink? I mean, that would that would count. Although, they'd probably call that something else, wouldn't they? Due to a ferry shortage. Or, you know, there'd be a nice way of phrasing it. Due to the engines flooded. Something like that. We seem to be doing a public transport show today. In the news, the Queen makes a surprise appearance to open the new Elizabeth Line in London, but she went to Paddington. I mean, I know it's the big deal and all that, and that's where bears go to, and... Uh, but it's the Elizabeth Line. She could have come out here and done it. Pops it to Romford Station. They could have, um... They could have escorted around the bit where that construction is, all the, uh scaffolding that's all a bit troublesome and that tricky bit where you try and walk down it but there's loads of people on mopeds just in your way waiting for a, a delivery type thing they could have walked around there and she could have had a lovely time in fact if the queen's out doing her great work trying to improve the public transport of this nation woolwich they should send her down to fix his fairy lark not operating today due to technical issues something to do with a ferry i imagine um 01708 to the phones hello hello there steve from Abney, you're right well, yeah not bad how you doing they're bringing out some new ferries and from the other white next year oh we're really yeah. yeah they're bringing out some new ferries next year i like this um isle of white ferry thing because they used to have do you remember when you could get a hydrofoil to the isle of white yes that's right i used to go to hovercraft go back years ago oh, no, that's fantastic you just walk down to the front seafront jump on hovercraft he was over They should put that at Woolwich because the ferries aren't working out for them, so they need a hydrofall or a hover. The Woolwich yes. hydro, uh, Woolwich ferry, Woolwich hovercraft. Yeah, well, apparently these new ones are called Uber ferry crossings. I'm by Uber. They've been made over on the Isle of Wight, and because the ones going to be arriving earlier this year, you know, it's, uh, if they're it's run different. by Uber, does that mean you have to get your phone out, ask for it, and then one doesn't turn up for ages because you've got a bad rating? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Uh, I really don't know about you. I mean, I, where I live, I've got about seven Uber drivers. I just picked the phone up within two minutes. I've got my neighbours coming at me out. <laughs> well, probably, they've probably been warned. Yeah. <laughs> very good, Steve. Very good. <laughs> it's one of those shows where we seem to be going down a, a rabbit hole, but why not? We've got nothing else to do. We started out talking about the Woolwich Ferry. Then that got us to mention the Elizabeth Line, because the Queen has popped out to Paddington. Because for her, it's no distance, is it? So what, she's uh, Buckingham Palace, so that's Green Park, Jubilee Line, up to Baker Street, 
And then from Baker Street to Paddington, you've got options, haven't you? You could either do the um, Bakerloo line, but that will drop you off at the tube station where you've got a longer walk up. Because you could just get the Circle, Hammersmith or Metropolitan, and that Paddington station is one set of stairs here at street level. You're up by the Paddington Basin. I'm sure that's how she did it. Anyway, so she's launched this Elizabeth line in Paddington. And that means we've got a message from Ted in Elm Park who says, Afternoon, Steve. Lovely day. Well, I think it's lovely day. Lovely day. Lovely day. Lovely day. He says, When the Queen came to Romford last time, she was in the marketplace, and uh, I had a great view from the top of a double-decker bus. By the library. It was brief, but it's the Queen. Yeah, no messing around. I'm surprised that the Queen hasn't asked to be on the show, because... When this show used to be the weekday afternoon show, podcast still available, I we went through a whole phase where I was interviewing various unusual guests. There was a we interviewed a dog that did well on Vine. Remember when Vine was a thing? He had more viewers than any of us. Then I interviewed some chickens in this room. We had some snakes in once. Not that I'm making any kind of link about reptiles. No, I'm not David Icke, but I'm just a queen. If you're listening. Pop in. It's always a fun interview. We used to have... Uh, was it Mondays when we had a guest co-host on? We could do that for one more time. If you're listening, Queen, come on. Yeah. This, this, this could really help launch the career of whatever you're going to do next. In the news today, Britain's watercress-eating champion, Glenn Walsh, has retained his title after chomping through a bag in just 25.5 seconds. He must eat a lot of uh, watercress. But anyway, congratulations. The watercress-eating champion retained his title. Uh, For next year's competition, I think he'll be seeded. Now, uh, no, you're right. You're right to judge that joke. But I couldn't not do it somehow. I felt like, read the paper, I know I've wasted your time, I've wasted my time. (laughs) But there you go. Look what I found in the news. Driver, this is in the newspaper. Drivers are being warned about traffic mayhem during the Platinum Jubilee weekend. An estimated 133,000 UK roads will be closed during the street parties, according to a study by Green Flag. The firm's Mark Newbury, I don't know what his job is, but he's just in the newspaper, saying we're urging drivers to check their route for any road closures. Do you know what this is? You know what? It just dawned on me. I just had... So the Queen launches the Elizabeth line and then has a jubilee to make sure that no one can drive anywhere so we all have to use public transport. She's plugging the old uh, Elizabeth line, isn't she? And I don't blame her. If you're launching a new product, it's a difficult market. And launching a, a new train line, best of luck to her. And hopefully it will be successful. It's great that we've had the Elizabeth line launched by Elizabeth, um, which makes me wonder that Victoria line's been around longer than I thought. No wonder that some of the trains look tatty. Keeping you up to date with the news... It helps that we got the news at the start of the hour. There was one thing in there that I found interesting. There's a quote from Boris Johnson talking about changes to be made to the Northern Ireland Protocol. In fact, let's let's start off with the clip. What that actually involves is getting rid of some uh, relatively minor barriers to, to trade. And uh, I think there are good, commonsensical, pragmatic solutions. We need to work with our EU friends to, to achieve it. OK, now tell me if I'm being... Uh, ungracious with this. He makes a really good point that there are some details of that Northern Ireland Protocol that needs to be tweaked, that they are just not what... He's called them pragmatic. There are some pragmatic things that are needed. So I asked the question, what kind of an idiot signs an agreement that's got these flaws? They don't even have pragmatic steps in it. Who doesn't get those things sorted before there was that? Him. Oh, wow. 
Because this is the agreement that Boris Johnson called oven ready. And it's made me realise I don't understand ovens then. Because if he had an agreement that he wrote, signed it and then said, well, I'm not going to stick to that. I've got stuff in it I don't like. And he'd called that oven ready. This is like getting something oven ready, putting it in the oven for a couple of hours and then deciding, do you know what? I want less salt. Take it out. Uh. Couple of things. Thank you for some messages. This was on Twitter earlier on. Someone said they saw me at the Backyard Comedy Club in Bethnal Green over the weekend. It was good gigs. I did Friday and Saturday night. I was chatting with one of the other comedians who was on, um, a guy called Bemi, and he was talking about following your dreams and he was saying that his his other half used to have like a proper job she was all qualified and had one of those office proper jobs and wanted to give it all up and she started to pay for herself to go through night classes to learn how to do sewing and stuff like that and she got into the arts and she's managed to become the uh, costume designer for a tv show and i was like well that's brilliant what tv show is it and he said bridgerton oh are they naked in that? No, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to be harsh, but if you're a costume designer and you're a costume designer on a TV show that's famous for all of the nudity, what, are you working part-time? What's going on with that? And speaking of clothes, the reason I mention that, in the papers they talk about the high street store Zara that's going to start charging customers £1.95 to return unwanted clothes bought online. Good. I know it's controversial, but not my current partner, but a previous one. Sweet mercy. All she ever did was order stuff online, try it on, and then we'd have to go into town to go to the post office to send them back. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? You didn't think I was going to say that. Why... Why do you think you're making your life any easier by ordering stuff online, but you still have to make as many trips into town to take the stuff back? Why don't you just go into town to the shops in the first place, and I could have an afternoon off? So anyway, good that I'm not with her anymore. Also in the news, seaside paddlers have been ordered to stop stripping on the beach. This follows a surge in paddleboarders and swimmers apparently taking the plunge. Don's LaBeouf. One local in a resort in Totnes, Devon, Devon, okay, sound like a pirate, here we go, um, said, Oh, you've never seen so many naked people in my life. (coughs) Oh dear, that one gets you. Uh, Now official, there's now an official paddler's code for England being launched. Surf fans will be asked to get changed into their wetsuits out of sight so that no one else can see, you know, what's going on there. I didn't realise that this is what you could do if you're a, a paddler. Might have gone for a dip myself. Oh, I did. Um, I'm not sure if this sets us up for a story like a phone-in of weird things you've seen on the beach. I feel like there's something in there. Or we can mix it into things you've found, things you've discovered on the beach. Because I don't want it to just be phone-ins about things, you know, like nude people on beaches down in the southwest. You know what they're like. Oh, I also promised you that we'd keep you up to date with entertainment news. And for that, there's only one man to turn to. A man who knows what he's talking about in such regard. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, what you got for us? Former Oasis man Liam Gallagher says that he thinks aliens could be living among us. Are they half a world away? What? Never mind. It was a good try, but I don't think it worked. Carry on. In an interview, he said he wouldn't be surprised if space aliens landed tomorrow. 
Well, they'd be minded to get here before all the bank holidays start. That's fine. He added, I wouldn't be surprised if they were already here. I wouldn't be surprised if God walks among us. I wouldn't be surprised by all sorts. I'm getting the feeling he's not surprised by anything. Yeah. But with eyebrows that big, I don't blame him for never being shocked. It's a lot to lift. Totally. Do you know, it's interesting that you're talking about aliens, because often on this show we do worry about mentioning aliens in case they want to, you know, they listen to our radio broadcast and then they could broadcast back on 107.5 megahertz. And if they did that, it would interrupt us. Oh, no. And then we'd be here broadcasting away and all of a sudden it would come in. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcasts to learn about your species. I see with the Elizabeth line that you name your rail lines after your monarchs, but HS2 was one of your monarchs, a robot from Star Wars. I don't think we need to worry about that, I'm sure it's... Listen, Larry, thank you very much for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. So we're keeping you across everything. We've given you the entertainment news. We're covering the main items from the news. Your requests are on. We do the weather at the top of the hour, but it's one of those periods where weather is starting to become the news as well. You know, the like when this... If there's big enough problems on the roads, then they become news stories. And then... If the weather's bad enough, it becomes a news story. And sometimes you get that weird thing where if the weather affects driving, the weather's the travel news and the news story. And then I can just go home. In fact, if we have a day where the weather's so bad it affects the travel, gets in the news, and then someone requests crowded house weather with you and it's raining men, I'm, just, I'm leaving. Here's the story. A plume of warm continental air is set to make its way... To make today being the hottest day of the year so far, highs of 26 or 27 are expected in the south. Bring it. The Met Officer's Richard Miles. Oh, I bet he got bullied at school. <laughs> well, that's not the point of the story, is it? But come on. With a surname like Miles, if your surname is a unit of measurement, don't name your kid Richard. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. It's better than Mr. and Mrs. Inch would be... Yeah, all right. Um, today, says Richard, you might see up to 23 degrees and maybe 25 and possibly 26. <laughs> He's got to list all the numbers. That's literally a quote in a newspaper. So anyway, enjoy the weather, was what I was going to say. Uh, it doesn't mention it in there, but over here in my actual weather forecast, heavy thundery showers later, so I feel like a plum fool for the fact that I didn't bring a coat. More on that story. Uh, it's time, 107.5. I'll check the roads or the weather next. Played Sigrid and Bad Life and then Adele rolling in the deep. It's called some con- it's caused some consternation in the inbox. Tricky. Let me explain why. So here's what happened, right? Previously on the show. Darren Griffiths said, uh, he made a request. He says, can I request that you don't play anything by Adele? And then I was playing that song, and we had one that comes through from uh, Ted Elm Park saying, I was just about to second that request. Would that have made a difference? And then Darren Griffiths gets in touch and says, I've had to smash my TV up now. Were you listening to us via your TV, or was that just a separate kind of incident? Is that in protest for the fact that I'm back on the telly? Ministry of Offence, 8 o'clock on Saturdays. Also on tonight from 11, doing headliners, the newspaper review. But let me know, Darren, calm down, Darren. Put the weapon down. What is that? The pen. Put the pen down. Shh. Shh. Let me explain. You said, 
could I not play anything? Could I play nothing or whatever it was by Adele? And I did not. Because I played Sigrid, which is not Adele. You requested not Adele and I played a not Adele. So if someone gets in touch and requests Simply Red, I don't play all songs by Simply Red. If someone gets in touch and goes Richard Ashcroft, it's not like it's going to be an hour of Richard Ashcroft. You requested not Adele and I played you a not Adele. But then I played Adele. Uh, no, no good? No? Thought it was clever? Not gone down well. Alright, never mind. Like the story in today's papers about Amber Heard blaming Johnny Depp's Yorkshire Terrier Boo for the infamous poopy left in their marital bed, according to uh, this story. That's the thing that gets me... We might have even talked about this before, but it still baffles me. Yorkshire Terrier. If I were about to blame any dog for doing something that looked like it could have come from me... I don't want to go into great detail about my diet, but I'd be looking for a Great Dane, maybe a St. Bernard. Maybe a Labrador if it was one that had piled on a few pounds, but... Yorkshire Terrier. I don't think they'd be similar. Right? But then again, I am not a Hollywood actress. Who knows what their diet is? You know what, we'll leave that story there and get stuck into your requests. Emails to onair at time1075.net. Jane in Collier Row says, Afternoon, Steve. Hope you're well today. I'm doing all right. My periformis is tight, but not tight enough to make things look like a Yorkshire Terrier did it. You've made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you very much. There are changes coming to this radio show. I can't give away too much, but we're taking a slight break for the Jubilee. I'm not involved. I've not been invited. It's just a coincidence. And afterwards, the radio show may be slightly tweaked. Hmm. But there could well still be podcasts. Anyway, we'll find out the hard way, won't we? So subscribe. That way you'll be ready for the new version of anything. Wherever you found this podcast, get subscribed to it. It'll be the same feed that we use. You can track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. That would be nice too. Uh, So until next time, bye.